Listening to the Anthony Williams Podcast on Radio Nun Worldwide Network. Brought to you by nobody. No, I'm just joking. Thank you for listening. And let's get on with another exciting show in today's news and politics. Okay, here we are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Tuesday, August 18th. It's been about a week since I've been on the air. I'll tell you, sometimes I just don't, I just don't feel well. I just don't feel like it, you know. I've been having a real problem just getting everything together. You know, it, it really takes a lot of time and energy. And when you're running a family and you're in the middle of a pandemic, sometimes you just don't have that energy. But that's what I want to talk about. I just want to talk about uh, where we're at in the country where we're at in um, my spiritual life, which, you know, being a Christian is not about being perfect. As a matter of fact, if you ever came up to me and said, you know what? Yeah, I'm a Christian and I don't sin and you shouldn't either. I would, I would laugh. I would laugh you out of the room. I would literally laugh you out of the room. You're a Christian and you don't sin. Everybody sins. You're a sinner by lying to me, you dirty lying dog. So that's pretty much where we're at. You know, we're, we're at a place in America where the only hope for America really is Jesus. I mean, I am so serious. I am so sick and tired of everybody trying to give you the answer to be happy. The answer to everything literally is Jesus Christ. The answer to all of our problems, the answer to all of our, you know, um, questions, you know, what's this, what's that, uh, it, it, it all comes down to Jesus. Now, one of the things that's at the top of our societal um, list right now is a organization called Black Lives Matter. And this whole thing about white people being racist. I have got to tell you, I'm so sick and tired of hearing it because it's not true. It's simply not true. Now, it, it might have been true 100 years ago. You know, you could have pulled all this stuff about white supremacy 100 years ago and it might have worked. Today, we don't think like that. Americans aren't raised segregated in my community we're not raised to hate black people or to hate mexican people or to hate asians we're not we're not raised that way as a matter of fact i was raised to judge people based on what comes out of their mouth not by the color of their skin okay and when you're a christian it's pretty simple i, I mean literally it's pretty simple God made Adam and Eve. We're all brothers and sisters. Deal with it. You don't like it. I don't really care. Don't don't come over and pee on my leg and, and, and tell me it's raining when it comes to these race relations. So we've got this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement, that really is a communist Marxist organization. They really don't care about black lives because um, if they did, 
one of the first things they would start spending their billions of dollars that they've raised, one of the first things they'd start spending it on is education in the black community to, number one, stop all of the abortions. Because here's a, here's a st statistic. 40% of all abortions in the United States come from black women aborting black babies. 40%. And that this is from a group of people, black women, that make up less than 5% of the total population of America. Yet they account for almost half of the bait of the of the black baby deaths. Let's move over to the community. Black on black crime. 93%. Your 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 chances, if you're in the black community, your chances of being killed by another black person is 18,000 times greater than you being killed by the police. But that's not what we're being told these days. We're being told a bunch of lies and a bunch of propaganda. It's aimed to separate you from the truth. Okay? So you have to always look at everything through the lens of the Bible, through the lens of what are they trying to achieve? Because where I go, the church I go to, what I believe we're all equal. Okay, there is no supremacy. There is no pride in Jesus Christ. And what I mean by that is when you're in Christ, you are humble. You serve the Lord. You do not believe that you are better than anybody else. Now, I do believe I'm saved, and I do believe that if you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're not saved. Yeah, I do believe that, and some people say that's discriminatory. I'm, I don't really care. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I just don't really care what anybody else believes about what I believe because I get my beliefs from the Bible. I don't just make up my beliefs. I don't just say, well, you know what? I think God, I think this is what God thinks. No, I make sure I know what the Bible says because that's what God thinks. And that's, that's how I live my life. So the hate though, the hate that is coming from from this movement is really depressing and it just it just makes me so appreciative that i have the word of god i i'm just got to be honest it just makes me so stinking happy that i have the word of god so if you're sitting out there and you know you're you're like me you care about everybody and you care about black people but you're looking at the organization and you're and you're and you're like well if i don't like it well does that mean i don't like black people no it does not mean that at all it means that you're actually using your head and being an independent thinker okay now i normally you know i normally uh, i really like to to uh to play, you know, stuff. And uh, maybe maybe I will another time. Okay, right now I just wanna I just wanna talk. So that that's that's the first thing that's on America's mind right now is the Black Lives Matter thing. The next thing is is we're just right in the middle of a presidential election. Okay, it is obviously the year 2020. We're on August 18th. We have vice presidential I'm sorry, uh, the Democrat ticket is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Now, the media so 
desperately wants to look at skin color as the prerequisite for everything. I mean, I've never seen more race-obsessed people in my life. So you got this Camilla Harris lady up there, and she's supposed to be the first black lady, right? First black lady that's ever... <laughs> that's so phony. It cracks me up. And then on the other side, you have... Um, you have Donald Trump and one of the best, one of the best, um, things. Yeah. One of the best things about, um, Mike Pence, our vice president is his Christian beliefs. I mean, Mike, Mike, Mike Pence is, he's an awesome He's an awesome representation of, of who you can and should be in Christ. And I'm just so proud that he's our vice president. And Donald Trump, nobody has done more for the Christian community than Donald Trump. Okay. So, basically, what, basically, you know, we're just, we're stuck in this, we're stuck in this, um, never-ending tide of bad negative news. I mean, they act like Donald Trump is is the devil himself, and I'm just I just have to be you just have to be careful when you when you read stuff like this. You know what I mean? You just have to be careful when you hear about all that hate. All right, because it's just it's just definitely not true. Here's an article here on Facebook as I go scrolling through. Dailywire.com, Texas professor, Trump, a fat Klansman, moron, paints the walls of the Oval Office with his own excrement. Now, why in the world would they call Trump a, a, a Klansman? Trump has been one of the most pro-black presidents we've ever had. Criminal prison reform that let out a lot of black people that were spending time in prison unnecessarily but it's just a game that they're playing you see they want to play that game because it used to really hurt people it to be called a racist used to it used to really hurt people now they throw the name around like skittles and it doesn't affect anybody anymore but i guarantee you this texas professor probably thinks he's just so woke and that donald trump is such a bad guy why is donald trump a bad guy all Donald Trump wants to do is protect and help America and Americans. When did that ever become, uh, you know, bad or controversial? Uh, I'm just, I mean, you know, we've just, we've, we've got a long way to go in this country, man. It's, it's pretty sad. Uh, scrolling down my Facebook feed, I guess, since I don't have anything to talk about. I do have Bible stuff to talk about and I could talk about the Bible, but a lot of this stuff has to do with, how we're being played. I got another one here from the Sun UK. Wuhan pool party sees hundreds packed into water into former Ground Zero. There, I mean the Corona. Give me a break, Corona Shamarona. Get out of here already. Next one, New York Post. Nah, Muhammad Ali's son says dad would have hated the racist Black Lives Matter. That's not me saying it. That is Muhammad Ali's son. And he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. 
then <laughs> it just keeps going. I mean, I could talk and talk about this stuff if I wanted to, but I don't really want to. Another one is don't blame your friends for eating out during the pandemic. Blame the miserable system that drove the restaurant reopenings. Miserable system. What do you think the miserable system is that Elizabeth Sherman, the opinion contributor for business and say, what do you think the miserable system is that she's talking about? Bingo. Capitalism. She's talking about capitalism. Okay. It's, it's the only, listen, since the beginning of July, when restaurants were allowed to open at a limited capacity with outdoor dining only, the situation has only worsened. Newark Avenue is once again filled with the tipsy laughter of day drinkers posted up at tables outside the sports bars. The only people wearing masks in these crowds are the waiters. Maybe they had to return to work because the boss threatened to fire them if they didn't return. Or their savings had run out. Or they have an elderly family member to look after. Or overdue student loan payments to think about. It's an undeniable fact that going out to eat pays service much needed wages. But restaurant workers face a terrible choice right now. They have to either keep themselves and their families afloat by going back to work and potentially expose themselves to COVID-19 or remain healthy but face financial ruin. It's a moral failure to society that we let them know other options. One more. Individual diners, as selfish as they might be, aren't entirely responsible for the push to reopen so valuable states. We need to indict our entire capitalist government and economy for rushing to welcome shoppers and diners back to restaurants and businesses, thus creating entirely avoidable spikes in COVID-19 cases across the country. What a load of schnalaki. Have you ever heard a bigger, bigger load of shalaki than that? Oh, my goodness. I wish I had a good word for what this lady's dishing out. Okay. I mean, my goodness gracious. It's an, okay, individual diners as selfish as they might be. So you see to this lady, you just doing something as simple as going to a restaurant to have a, a, have a grilled cheese sandwich and some tomato soup. Somehow, somehow that's being selfish and you are, you are spreading COVID and you just don't care. You're going to kill everybody because of your dumb selfishness. How dare you? Why don't you just stay home? See, here, here's, here's the thing that's such a lie too. She says, well, you can either go back to work and risk getting COVID-19 or remain healthy, but face financial ruin. So in her mind. Staying home makes you more healthy. Whoever said that? As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. Staying home and hiding away makes you less healthy. But, you know, I'm sure this lady doesn't care. She's got, look, the, the type of person that wrote this, Elizabeth Sherman, look, she loves what's going on right now. She loves it because at the end of the day, she hates 
capitalism. She hates people getting ahead, working hard. She hates individual responsibility. She hates it. If it was up to Elizabeth Sherman, you all would stay in your houses. Probably you'd have probably have a lockdown of at least a year, if not more. Elizabeth would be out eating, you know, I mean, she would have parties to go to things to do because she's more important than you and I, you know, she's telling the story, but this is the type of stuff that we got you going out and having a sandwich is somehow going to, going to make people, other people sick. It just, it's, it's just, Oh, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. Then we have uh, Sunday service from Christian Life Center. Oh, you got to hear some of this, though. Okay, this last message was... This last message was about anxiety and fear, which is pretty, you know, it's pretty, like, uh, right up our alley. Okay, let me just read you a couple, uh, a prov a couple proverbs. Okay, an intelligent man or woman, let's just say this: an intelligent person. Let's go over there. An intelligent person aims at wise actions, but a fool starts off in many directions. Okay. Ecclesiastes, being too busy gives you nightmares. Ah, you have nightmares? Maybe you're too busy. Psalm 90, teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. Okay. So, uh, another one I like is Proverbs 16. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy to the body. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. You know, that's all really, 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 really good advice. All right, I like that. Yeah. So that's the message is say no to anxiety, worry, and fear. Now I'm going to have on my website, anthonyawilliams.com, I'm going to have my Facebook feed posted so that you can go through these stories too. Okay. Oh, that's my little dog. Oh, and then there's this, there's this, I just, I, I just, I mean, <laughs> it's back to the Black Lives Matter thing. I can't, hold on a second. I got to get a cup of coffee. This is too funny. <laughs> I, I got, I got, I gotta hold on. I gotta get this playing over here so you can hear what this what this doob cough says. Hold on, just a second. Let me let me grab this over here real quick. Oh boy, here I am. Oh. <laughs> you 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 gotta hear this. This is how absolutely crazy. This is how crazy people have got. I mean, I, I literally, I can't stop laughing. It's it's one of the funniest videos I've ever just Just do me a favor for just a second. <sighs> just do me a favor for just a second. 
and just listen, okay? Am I on the same one? All right, I am. Uh, I got to go to my thing. Okay, hold on a second. Two days ago. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. You, uh, look, this is this. It's gotten it's gotten crazy, y'all. It's just gotten absolutely crazy, yo. And why why am why is this not? I don't. You know, it's look some of the things about. Okay, here it is. It's got a different thing on it. Never mind. Okay, so. It's a it's I don't know how much of the video I'm going to be able to translate over this radio, but it starts off with a guy in the car, white dude, and he has two uh, two passengers. They're black and he's bought them Burger King. And now listen, <laughs> listen to what he says. What's up? OK, hold on. here we go. Here we go. White people. And the rest of you hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm starting a trip. What's up, white people? And the rest of you motherfuckers? I'm starting a trend. Look what I got. One, two. Oh, show them the bag. Gotta see the bag. Hashtag apology lunch. Go find yourself a black person <laughs> and buy them some food. Hashtag apology lunch okay so so he's got he's got hashtag apology lunch okay now anybody that knows anything about the black community you know they have you know it's like a lot of people but they have a problem with heart disease you know eating healthy so in so this this guy thinks that he's virtue signaling by saying he's got a couple of them in his car, whatever that means. And then he buys these two black men Burger King. Probably bought them a couple of two for five dollar whoppers, some fries, and a large Coke. Now, and he says, apologize. Okay. Apologize. Apologize for, for what? Literally apologize for what? Because I haven't done anything wrong. I've been nothing but nice and kind to everybody my whole life. I've discriminated. I have been discriminated against. And I have sat in a house and been racially discriminated against. Okay? I've had that happen to me. And you know what I thought? I wasn't mad at the people. I prayed for them. Okay? But it 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 goes on. This 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 four minute video is so sad. So so he's gonna hashtag buy a black person a lunch to apologize. And where's he gonna go? He's gonna go to Burger King. Okay, come on. If you're gonna apologize and buy somebody a lunch, and you're gonna buy him burgers, I mean, spend more than spend more than five dollars on a burger, bro. I mean, come on. There's you know there's ten fifteen dollar burgers that would really say something but it's not about saying anything it's about looking like you're saying something video goes on i take responsibility i take responsibility i stand against hate i stand against hate i stand against hate it is time to take responsibility now too many see the protest as the problem no okay so 
the previous one, I, I, I'm sorry I didn't stop it in time. The previous one was just a bunch of white people talking about how you have to take responsibility. Okay, now that's another part I have a problem with. That they have to take responsibility. Take responsibility for what? Literally take responsibility for what? Because if you're a racist, then you need to take responsibility. If you've treated people different based on the color of their skin, you need to apologize. But I don't need to apologize because I never have. Now, it's funny because I'm watching society now judge people again by the color of their skin. They just can't help themselves. The true racists, the ones that are out there judging people by the color of their skin, whether you're white or black, you're always going to be racist. Don't you understand that? You're racist in your heart, and there's nothing anybody's going to do about it. Now, you claim like, like you care about black people and that, you know, you're going to buy them a sandwich and you're going to you're going to take responsibility. But if you're if you're at that point and you're calling yourself a racist and you're admitting that you have treated people different in the past based on their race, then you're a racist. I never have. If I'm out in public and I come across somebody, it doesn't matter if they're black or white or Asian or whatever. I'm going to say hi to them, especially if they look at me and we say hi. It doesn't matter. Their color doesn't matter. If I'm going to help somebody out, the color of their skin doesn't matter. Okay? Um, if I'm going to be friends with someone, the color of their skin doesn't matter. What, where are these racists? I'll tell you who the racists are. It's, it's just like Van Jones said. The real racists are these white liberals. They're the real racists because they talk down to black people. They act like they're the ones that are going to white explain everything to the black to black people, and they're the ones that are going to make black people better. Uh, again, 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 as if black people need white people to to make them better. No, black people need black people in their own neighborhoods and their own communities to step up and start helping take care of your community. Okay, we we white people we we're helping left and right, man. Especially if you're in my church, we don't care what color you are. But apparently, apparently, there's a whole bunch of white liberal racists out there who feel the need to apologize. Well, here's more of the video. Here's here's Mary De Blasio talking about how. Uh, well, you just listen to him. Problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets. Persistent and poisonous inequities. And injustice. Persistent and poisonous inequities and injustices. I've I got to be honest with you guys. Um, there's that is that happens everywhere. It's not just in the black community. You think black people are the only ones that have any inequity or any injustice? I mean, really? Because if so, then you're ignorant. And you're not paying attention. A few moments later. We're here inside CNN Center. We're just in the last 10 minutes. We just see the violence happening here in front of us. They just threw something on fire, Chris. A firecracker. Nick, you all right? You okay? We're getting out of here, Chris. All right, get yourself to a safer location. We're getting out of here. We'll get back to you later. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on. 
this next one this next one is some black lives matter people are um marching to, walking down the road and these kids up in the window put their camera and then put the thumbs up and here's what they get from these lovely protesters in this country i am so angry and i can't even begin forgive me i'm i'm just you know i mean we could sit there and listen to it but look the point is it is getting it is getting bad you know it's just it's just getting it's getting bad it's getting sad out there you have to really open up your you have to really just open up your 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 mind and 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 understand there's a lot of stuff going on out there you don't understand um we can we can get into it more yale illegally discriminates against white and asian students the justice department says there's a lot of real discrimination oh and then this one this is a good one uh, Chicago Inglewood residents tell Black Lives Matter protesters they're not welcome in their community. Okay. Matter of fact, this one, let's get this one. This one's worth this one's worth taking a listen to. Listen to this. Okay. This is what happens when you show up. This is what happens when you try to show up when you're a bunch of white kids and you try to show up to a community that's been that's been gripped by violence. Kids are getting murdered. Moms are getting murdered. Dads are getting murdered. Brothers and sisters are getting murdered. It's horrible. And so here's what happens when a bunch of, bunch of, uh, uh, and thank you for listening today. I truly, truly appreciate it. If this podcast blessed you, please make a donation to any Christian charity that I have listed on my website. It is so important for us to stick together and support each other. Go buy some Christian music. Go give some money to the Salvation Army. Please, please support the cause to get people saved.